Well, it's a mad city from Gotham season three on Fox. Of course, every Monday night at eight o'clock. And we're so lucky to have the enforcer himself. It's Butch. Drew Powell, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm, I'm really, really good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem. As a matter of fact, let's go back to last season for a second. One of the things we loved seeing was Butch and Oswald kind of teaming up again. Now, we got to talk to Robin Lord Taylor a couple months ago, and he said that your two characters were, and I quote, stronger when they were united. So do you believe that, and where do you feel like the relationship stands early on in here in Season 3? Yeah, I do believe that. I think that's true. I think it's a, it's been a very interesting um, road for Butch and Penguin. I mean, if, if you think back to the pilot, Butch was Penguin's boss and kind of, you know, the only one that really gave him any attention. And then you move on to, you know, Penguin was the enemy of Fish and Butch. So, you know, he would have been quite happy to see him dead. And then you move a little bit further forward to the, uh, the Victor's Zaz mind control portion of their relationship where he was forced to be in cahoots with Penguin. Although even in the, the, the midst of that, which I found fascinating, um, there were these genuine moments of connection between the two, which I thought was really kind of fun to play and, and kind of came organically, I think, out of, uh, of just, you know, the work. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily planned. And now we're back to, you know, the beginning of, of the season and they're together again. And, and I think they're uh, an odd couple, but an odd couple that works. And so I would definitely agree with, them. with Robin on that one. And, and, you know, not for nothing, we really are, are good buddies, too. So that, that, that helps. Drew, one of my favorite scenes from last season was when you, to quote the scene, used the right tools on Galvan and shot him with a rocket launcher. What was your reaction when you first heard that scene was happening? And what was your favorite moment filming it? Yeah, that was a unique scene for, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, obviously you read it and uh, it, it, this happens a lot on this show, which is I feel very lucky to be on a show where, A, we really get excited when the new script comes out because we can't wait to read it and find out what's coming next. Um, I've been on a lot of shows where that's not the case. You know, you kind of people reading it just for their lines and they don't really care what else happens. So that's one thing. So the, the, the thing comes out, I read it I'm like, oh, that scene's going to be fun. Well, then comes the moment to actually shoot it, which was somewhere in like February of last year, um, end of February, and it was freezing cold, literally like 10 degrees. Uh, and we were out on Long Island and um, we were shooting in the middle of the night. And there's a lot of, you know, technical things that were happening with the effects and with getting that thing to make it, you know, look like uh, it was really, because obviously they, they, I, I, as much as I wanted to, they were not going to let me shoot an actual rocket launcher. <laughs> I, I, I begged and pleaded and they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow me. And so, so, but they really did blow up that, that, you know, statue or, or the, the double of, of, of Galavan or Azrael. So that thing was blown into smithereens with, um, and a little inside tip had uh, bits of plum inside to make it look like guts. And it was ah, very effective. So yeah, tip for you kids at home. So, you know, as we're shooting the thing, there's a lot of the technical stuff. By the time it was over, I, I said to Robin, I don't know if it's going to work or not. I mean, it, it, it's, it seems like a really cool thing, but I can't feel my face. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it looks good or if it looks totally fake. And so when it actually aired and it was all cut together with the music and everything, and, the, and it worked so well, it was a real, um, a real uh, pleasant surprise to see how, how, how good that scene came, came together. Um, so it was definitely a, a fan favorite and also a, a favorite of, of, of we that were in the scene as well. 
Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we've seen how Butch can be the muscle, but I think kind of lost in all that of how much of a badass he is can be the fact that he's also very smart in an advisory role as well. So do you feel that sometimes that gets overlooked and will we see more of that this season? Absolutely. I think it gets overlooked. And, and, and Bruno told me during the pilot that, you know, the, the thing about Butch Gilzine is people underestimate him until it's too late. And um, I think that continues to bear itself out um, for sure in the first particularly the first five episodes of season three, you'll see, you know, Butch in his classic advisory role, but then Enigma starts, sticks his little nose into uh, the business and you get this very interesting kind of triangle between the three characters. And um, I think the fans are really going to be uh, dig how that kind of plays itself out. And then the repercussions throughout the rest of the season for, for what happens with that um, interaction. So, I, I do think that, you know, and I think it will continue to happen. And I think it's true in real life. People tend to to you know, judge a book by its cover. And um, very often uh, that that uh, can can play into the hands of of that person, uh, in this case, Butch. Over the past few seasons, Butch has been an enforcer for multiple people and even was at the top with Tabitha for a while. What do you think his mindset is like having gone through everything he has so far? You know, I think I think the other thing that was, and I've mentioned this many times, but it's so true and it was so helpful to me, was, was Danny Cannon, one of our executive producers and directors, said at the beginning of season two to me, he said, look, the thing about Butch is he's a survivor. And 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 that's kind of how I, I view Butch generally, is, is he's a product of Gotham. You know, he kind of grew up on the mean streets there uh, and, and has kind of worked his way up and through the ranks of, of the uh, Gotham underworld. And it, it takes a very savvy person to be able to do that. And so, so by the time you see him at the pinnacle, you know, post Penguin's demise there, or, or at least his fall from grace, um, you know, it was a, kind of an interesting moment. And I thought that was a, a really cool thing that the writers did was to take that moment to put Tabitha and Bush together because Tabitha was somebody else who was very powerful. And I think you could make a, uh, an argument that she was the most fierce villain of all of last season. You know, not many people got to her. And uh, so to see the two of them kind of get together was really a, a cool thing that I certainly didn't see coming. So I think now Butch has settled back into his role that suits him best, which is to, you know, be under the radar, be, be, the, uh, be the guy behind the guy, um, but to, you know, have as much power there as, as anyone might on top. We're talking to Drew Powell, who plays Butch on Gotham, which you can watch every Monday night on Fox at 8 o'clock. Now, there's such a great cast on the show, as we've talked about already, and you've had so many great guest stars over the first couple seasons as well. Is there someone that you haven't gotten to work with that much on the show yet that you'd like to see Butch have a little bit more interaction with or more scenes with? You know, I've been pretty lucky to work with a, a, lot, of, a lot of the folks, but um, yeah, there's still... I, 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 I've said this many times, and, and I still think it's true. I, I have this image of a scene where butch and bruce are like in a car on a road trip somewhere i have no idea about anything else other than that but uh, i think butch and bruce together would be pretty funny um i think the butch and, and selena moments are really cute even though there was a brief one in uh, the, the season premiere last week and, and i've heard people say they'd love to see some more butch and selena um but yeah you know um the thing about this cast is we really love each other and so Whoever we draw, you know, in a particular scene, we're, we're happy to, to, to get the chance to work with each other because it really is a close-knit group. 
Drew, you recently tweeted out a picture of you at dinner with your friend Simon, who is an IndyCar driver. If Butch was an IndyCar driver, what do you think Oswald would be like as his crew chief? <laughs> That's a good question. I think he'd be a horrible crew chief. <laughs> Penguin is not is not one to get his hands uh, specifically dirty. He's uh, he's much more of the uh, uh, sit on his throne and, and dictate. Uh, uh, although he, you know, I, I suppose he has he has killed a fair few uh, guys, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think um, yeah, in that relationship, uh, Butch would definitely have to be the crew chief. Um, but it's funny you bring that up because you know that is um, you know that relationship with Simon and I, who's, who's genuinely you know now a, a good buddy of mine, um, was born from Gotham. You know, he he tweeted out that he was a fan of Gotham, and I'm being being from Indianapolis. Uh, and a fan of IndyCar, particularly the Indy 500. And so on his off-season last year, he came to, to tour the set, and we got to hang out and have dinner. And then uh, he, he, I was his guest at the Indy 500 this year, which was a big deal. It was a, you know, it was a big uh, 100th running. And, and, so, um, and then you know, we genuinely have become friends. So this, this show continues to bring uh, blessings to my life, I guess, in, in a lot of weird and, and wacky and fun ways. So, so yeah. That was uh, that was really cool, and and I'm proud of him. He he was he's a heck of a race driver, and he's now the the IndyCar champion. So uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Absolutely, been a good year for him. It's going to be a good year for Gotham as well because season three of Gotham is being billed as Mad City this year. So if you could give a title for this season that was just for Butch, what would it be? Mm, good question. Um, I would say. Uh, Butch, uh, let's see. Um, I would say the, 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 the title for this season is, is uh, Protect Your Heart and Watch Your Back, Butch. Drew, before we get you out of here, man, what's one thing about this season of Gotham that you feel elevates it past earlier seasons? You know, I, I think that as with any TV show, you have this kind of growing process. The first season... You're trying to figure out what exactly it is. Um, some shows it's more clearly defined than others. I think in our case, you know, we, you know, the writers, you know, they tried to go in one direction, um, which is more of a, a body of the week kind of uh, procedural type show and realized that really didn't work. And so they kind of moved over into more of a serialized story. And then with season two, they kind of really hit that stride and, and uh, went with that. And now season three, we've kind of, I was, I, I said to somebody the other day, it's like, when you get a new car, by the time you, it takes about 5,000 miles before that engine really kind of hits its groove and the car really opens up and you get a feel for it. And that's kind of how we are. We're hitting that 5,000 mile mark where we're, you know, the show is, is, is what it is. We kind of uh, understand the characters. I think they've done a better job this year of kind of focusing on the characters that we have. We have new characters coming in, but there's a lot more focus on, you know, the, the folks that we've, uh, the characters we've had from the beginning. And uh, I think the fans are really going to dig it. I, I think it's if, if you're a fan of the show, you know, there's nothing in this season that's going to disappoint. Um, you get a little bit of everything, um, you know. So um, I'm really proud of it, and I think, I think fans are going to really dig it. And we can't wait to find out where things are going to go. Make sure you're watching Gotham every Monday night at 8 o'clock on Fox, especially for this guy here. It's Drew Powell. Drew, thanks for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure getting down and nerdy with y'all.